Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. You could also check us out on our website at www.healthy-perspectives.com. So it's a dash in between the healthy perspectives. Make sure you put an S at the end. All right, here we go. Thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Today, I'm going to lighten the mood a bit, but I'm going to keep the intensity on. You might be wondering, how are you going to lighten the mood but keep it intense? We're going to talk about play. It's like the ultimate experiential work. So why why not, right? Here's a question for you. Do you play? And if so, why? I know you're used to people asking, what do you play? I play an instrument. I play a sport. I play fill in the blank. But I'm asking, why? Why do you play? Play is defined as an exploration of ourselves in relation to the world around us. I got that definition uh, from studying Dr. Landreth when I was working with Dr. Daniel Sweeney. And I, I'm going to say it again, an exploration of ourselves in relation to the world around us. That is what play is. So when I say, do you play? And if so, why? The question is, why do you process through your play the way that you do? Because it's an exploration of sorts, right? It's an adventure. I was super lucky and I got to cross paths with Daniel Sweeney and Dr. Daniel Sweeney was amazing. Um, He was a a very good teacher, uh, but he was also just one of those really patient, kind people that we all should have in our lives. I'm going to give you some facts about play. I just want you to sit with them, the facts. It is a child and adult experiential process. It's communication. Toys are words. Toys being used can make sentences, paragraphs, and stories. They're language. There is no wrong in play except for safety concerns or, in some situations, boundaries of the environment. Right? There's... With our imagination, even boundaries can be stretched at times. But when I say boundaries of the environment, I'm typically meaning people. The process is more important than the end product. Those are some facts about play. And if you just heard that and you were like, I don't know if that's a fact. Let's put it into context a bit. Is it something that both children and adults do? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Does it look different? Absolutely, right? A child might play with a toy as we perceive a toy, right? An action figure or a video game. An adult 
well, a lot of adults play video games too, but an adult might play with a dirt bike or a four-wheeler or maybe a boat or a car or you fill in the blank. What do adults play with? They're toys. They're just different kinds of toys. How they are used. When you go out and you play, do you push the limits ever? Are you exploring the world around you on purpose? When I say there's no wrong way to play except for safety concerns or boundaries of the environment. There's no wrong way to do it. If you had an imaginary friend when you were a kid, somebody may have told you that was wrong, but was it? In your play, was it really wrong to have an imaginary friend? Or did it complete the story? And the last one, process is more important than the end product. Think about it. You don't probably remember the ending of a lot of your play, but you remember what it was like, the process. Even when you play today, if you're an adult and you play in today, it's the process of doing it that is most significant in our lives. So what do these facts mean in an application, right? Because, you know, it's all great. Thanks for the facts, Jeremiah. I appreciate that. Now, what do I do with it? I'm going to give you a few ways in which this is applicable. Number one, play is a processing need. So if you want growth, then you must play. It's a way of processing. We can't work our way through every growth opportunity. It's not like that. Obviously, I want you to do your work too, right? But we don't get to work through everything. Sometimes we have to play it out. We have to test the boundaries in certain areas. And the safest way to do that generally is through play. Number two, play is intimate. When you enter play with another person, you enter their world. You enter what their mind and their heart is experiencing in that moment, whether it's a child or an adult. If you go out and you go camping with me, let's say that were to happen. I mean, I'm telling you right then, you are entering my world. And I'm entering yours, not just because we're there and we're together, but because you're going to get to see into my playful nature and I'm going to see into your playful nature. And at the end of the day, that exploration of ourselves in the, in, in the play environment is, is, is mind-boggling how intimate that is. Think about it. If you went fishing, that's a play. You played some yard darts. You're going to learn some things about each other. Think about how quick you find out if somebody is competitive, <laughs> which I'm going to hit on in just a minute anyway. Number three, true play 
is a free expression of what's in the soul. That means there are no boundaries. Full imagination is, is potentially there. You can take all the limits off. It's almost dreamlike when we play well. You know, you could have an imaginary audience, an obstacle course, or in my world, when I was little, and I still enjoy this from time to time, but don't tell anybody because, you know, it's weird. But my sweet little invisible pocket motorcycle, I would pull it out and I would flip it open and I would jump on and I would go for a ride on my invisible motorcycle. Man, I was flying off those curbs and jumping over bushes. I mean, it was fantastic. Loved hitting the hills, going super fast down the hill. Oh, man, my imaginary invisible pocket motorcycle was the best toy I probably ever owned. Free expression. It allows the soul to just be. Number four, play is not just an outlet, but an external representation of an internal experience. Holy smokes, let me say that again. It's, an, it's not just an outlet. It's an external representation. It's us putting ourselves into the world from an internal experience. Maybe it's our imagination. Maybe it's a desire. It could be lots of different things, but it's so introspective. It's me saying, I'm putting myself out there. And you saying, hopefully, wow, that's really interesting. Number five, it's solution focused. It's not problem focused. Play is about processing. The In the experience we have of play, we process to make sense of. We make sense of our limits. We make sense of the expectations. If I'm told, no, don't play like that, then I just found an expectation. Remember, the only limits that there should be in good, healthy play is if it becomes unsafe unsafe. That's it. And remember, that also includes unsafe for myself or somebody else. Types of play. I'm going into this because I want you to understand not all play looks the same. There is independent play. That means play by ourselves, right? Sometimes it's nice to just go for a ride and just disappear for a little bit and then, you know, jump out and swim at the lake and just mess around. And we want to do that by ourselves. Sometimes that is okay. That's called independent play. I do it by myself. Then there's parallel play. Parallel play means I'm going to independently play in proximity to somebody I care about. Lots of little kids give this one away. They want to play at the same table as their friend until their friend touches their toys. And then they don't want their friend at their table anymore. They were great with the parallel play. I wanted you there. I wanted that proximity, that relationship. But I didn't want you to mess with my world. That's parallel play. As adults, 
that would be, yeah, let's go camping together. And, you know, you sleep in your tent and I sleep in my tent. And, you know, if you get up in the morning and you go fishing, you know, great. And I'll just join you. But I don't feel like I have to do what you're doing or be where you're being all the time. The next one is associative. That means with others and interactive. Okay, that would be playing a game of tennis. That would be associative. Anything where we interact, building a Lego together versus parallel play, which is building a Lego separate. We're at the same table, but we're building Legos where it's a parallel play versus associative play. We build it together. Each of these categories, these three categories, breaks down even more into imaginative versus real, passive versus competitive, and so on. There's other categories that can break down too as well. But each of them would break down in those. And I tell you that because depending on the environment, there's certain amounts of freedom. And that's why you get imaginative and real, passive or competitive, and so on. And each of those types of play lead to totally different outcomes. But remember, the outcome is not really what we're going for. It's the process. So you may be wondering, I know I did some things a little bit backwards today. You may be wondering, why did you talk about play today? And I'm going to be completely honest with you here. So I hope that this transparency is something that seems refreshing to you. I was going through looking at some of the podcasts that I have done. I haven't listened to them, but I was just looking at some of the titles and remembering some of the subjects. And I was looking through the media and looking at all the things that are going on in the world. And I was just getting to this point where I thought, you know, sometimes we need a break. And I I thought to myself, sometimes we got to just play. And I went, that is a great podcast. So that's why I put it together. This world is going to overwhelm you. It is so critical for each of us that we take play and we remember that it's important and we do it. We do it with our friends. We do it with our kids. We do it with ourselves. We got to do some of that independent play from time to time. And I wanted to add this part to the conversation. When you play, I asked why. Sometimes it's a release, but mostly it's a process. We play because we need to. We are experiencing something each time we play. And during that experience... We're learning stuff, we're growing, we're developing. Whether we're kids or adult kids, play is very important and so critical to our growth process. I don't want you to forget it. Don't get bogged down in all of the stuff that's in the media. Don't get bogged down in all the pressures. I know I can sit here and tell you don't do it, but I know you're gonna do it. You're gonna get bogged down sometimes. It's gonna be hard. You're gonna have those tough days. And just survive them and then go play. Don't forget the simplest thing. Don't forget 
whatever your version of the invisible pocket motorcycle is. And go play. Remember, it's a way of processing. Do your growth. Enjoy the day. Thank you for joining us and have a great one.